0: Hi, thanks for tuning in to Holy Spirit Feed. I'm Jen Johnson. I'm excited to share what God has been showing me. I'm praying that your spiritual ears and eyes will be open to hear and see what Holy Spirit has for you. I've titled what I'm going to speak on today, Be the Link. So today I'm going to be sharing a dream that the Lord gave me. Dreams are interesting. You know, this will have some teaching On dreams and interpreting dreams but the purpose for today is just to share the dream the meaning or the message that God wants to get across through the dream God does still speak through dreams and especially in this time we really need to recognize God speaking and interpret his message to us it's crucial to believers not just surviving these times but instead thriving and really stepping into that more than conquerors identity in Christ Come on. That's who we are. Let's go Christians. Let's get excited. You are not just a conqueror, but you are more than a conqueror. That's really good. God does still use dreams and he is using them to bring a message or encouragement or comfort. And that's like God saying, Hey, I see what's happening and I have a solution. I want to encourage you and others by helping you walk through this and bring my kingdom. Remember Joseph, king of dreams in the Bible, Like some might think, well, that's not for now, that was just for then. No, no, he does use dreams to speak to us still, and he could speak to you. You know, some will flow in this more than others, but if you reject this idea, then you won't be able to flow in it. If you take note and honor it, then you'll probably get a dream or a vision or something. If you posture your heart to hear him, you will, and there will be fruit. Okay, so in order to help with interpretation, of the dream, I need to share some background on myself. When you're interpreting dreams and prophetic words, God will use things that are specific to you so that potentially they wouldn't apply to someone else. This is a relationship. He knows you personally. Proverbs 25.2 says, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to search it out. He doesn't hide things from us. Rather, he's hiding things for us. You know, that verse in Matthew six, it's 19 through 21. It says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but instead store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there. Your heart will be also that is rich. There are so many good things there in that verse. But I feel like we think about that verse as someday. Someday I'll have a mansion in heaven and I'll have treasures. While that is true, we won't be judged off of sin as Christians. We are covered in the blood of Jesus, but we will be judged for reward. And that's a whole other subject. But when thinking of this verse, treasures in heaven, there's also another way to look at it. You are actually already there. You're seated in heavenly places. So get the treasures, the ideas, the solutions, the revelation, the strategies that he wants to give you, get them now from heaven, and then bring them here. So he knows you, he knows your family, he knows how you speak, he knows how you'll understand, he also knows your past experiences. So in interpreting dreams and prophetic words that he's giving you, keep those things in mind. Just for instance, the color purple in dreams and and in prophetic words, it commonly represents royalty, like you'll find that in, you know, many dream interpretation books. And the Lord has used purple for me many times to mean royalty in prophetic words and in different encounters with him. But there was a time when I got a vision or a prophetic word for someone and it included a purple flower and it meant something totally different in that case. So the important thing to remember when hearing from God is keep that connection with him open. Use your history with him to help, but don't just assume something in case he's doing a new thing. And that gets easier with time. So as you're practicing hearing and connecting with God through dreams and visions, just keep that in mind. So before I share the dream and then the interpretation, the background you need to know is that I am white My husband is black and we have three awesome kids. Okay, you don't need to know maybe about the awesome kids for the dream, but hey, that's just bonus info. (laughs) Okay, so I dreamed that I was with my nephew, Jack, and he is currently 31 years old, and I was also with one of my husband's nieces, and she was little. She was around five or six, and we were getting ready to travel between time periods, we began to take off inside this capsule like escape pod. Almost. It was like the escape pods from the space shuttles that you see and in the dimension that we were leaving and also inside the capsule was like this pink gel. There wasn't any oxygen. It was just this pink gel. I realized as we traveled that we wouldn't be able to breathe that pink gel. And my nephew told me you have to breathe in the pink gel. As soon as you take your first breath, then it will turn to oxygen. But you actually have to breathe first or it won't change. The trip would have taken about an hour or so, and we would have just enough oxygen to make it. And if we stayed calm and didn't freak out, you know how like when you freak out, you you use a lot more breath and you breathe heavily, and then you know things just get messed up. But anyway, he had said You have to stay calm and don't freak out, and then we'll have enough oxygen. So we made it to our destination, and that was the realm or the dimension that was best for us to be in. So the time dimension that we came from, it was not ideal. It was just inhabitable. Like, we could live there, but it wasn't ideal. But it wasn't where we belonged. So we needed to live in the new one, the one that we had just arrived at, and that is where we would thrive. Okay, so that was the dream there are many ways to interpret dreams. I'm not going to teach on that today. Just know that the best thing to do is when you wake up, if you think the dream is important, write it down and ask God what's important about this dream. You know, what do you want to show me that will be beneficial to me and to others? Okay, so on to the interpretation. So the Lord showed me that this dream is clearly about the racial issues that we have been having all along. But recently, obviously, they've surfaced in a huge way. So my nephew, Jack, he represented the older, more established white man and my husband's niece, much younger and a girl and unnamed. So please hear me on this. It's not my heart that it should be this way. It shouldn't be, you know, with one race more established and prominent and another less and, and younger and you know, less powerful and not named. That's not by coincidence. I think not. And also I feel like that she was a woman. That's kind of a, a similar type of an issue that we still need to work on as well. But nonetheless, that's the way that it is. And in order to identify a solution for a problem, we need to identify our problems and actually admit them. Okay. So, in order to address it and fix it, that was just a part of the dream that the Lord was showing me. This is the status. And then you'll see in the rest of the interpretation that we have a solution that He always wants to bring that encouragement, that creative strategy for us to move forward successfully. Okay, so back to the interpretation. In the dream, the Lord showed me that I was the link between the two, as the ant to both. Okay, so I actually represented the body of Christ being the link, bringing the two generations together, the two races together, and the separate families together, okay? In the dream, the three of us had to work together to get to the new dimension where we belonged. So that's that. That's what the Lord showed me. And then he just began to show me, you know, more about what this looks like. You know, if we're going to move into that new era that God is taking us to, we have to trust that we are going to come through this successfully and excel on the other end. All of society will succeed, not just one race, not just one sex or one age group, but where we are heading, it's a place that is right and it's the way that it should be. And we have to take steps forward, moving toward reconciliation and living as one with diverse parts. Okay, someone has to take the first breath, just like in the dream. We had to decide to take the risk. In order for us to go into the freedom, the body of Christ needs to own their place as the link between releasing the word of God and the agreement to do it. Okay, we need the diversity. Diversity is a gift from God, not a hindrance, but a purposeful gift to strengthen people and unity. All holes being filled, all areas that are lacking becoming plentiful. There is no lack in Christ. So we need to move toward abundance. All races are required. All sexes are required. All ages are required. So be that link to bring heaven to earth. Jesus is the ultimate reconciler, but through him, we have been given the ministry of reconciliation. It says that in second Corinthians. So we are God's plan here on earth to be that link to call that which is not as if it were. We don't have racial synergy right now, so we need to call it forth in Jesus' name. He paid for it. He paid for the abundance. He died not just for something past tense, but unto something, unto abundant life. So we're really not going for racial equality here. We've been going after that for years, and that hasn't worked for us. So what we need to do is change our language completely. We're going for something better even than that, okay? We're going for that synergy that I mentioned earlier. So that word means the interaction or cooperation of two or more organizations, substances, or other agents to produce a combined effect greater than the sum of their separate parts. Okay, so this is talking about putting two or more things together And creating something greater than what it could have been with them separate, but equal. Okay, so that's not what we're going for. We're going for that greater than effect. So just to have everyone the same and equal is not enough. We want to produce something greater than the sum of their separate effects. So come on, we're not going to settle for okay. We want best you know, we really have to start talking about this stuff. We can't just sweep it under the rug. Obviously, that this is where it's gotten us, sweeping it under the rug. It's going to come up. It's going to keep coming up until we address it and correct it. You know, if there's something underneath your living room rug, you will trip over it every time you walk in there. Well, So let's call an end to that. Let's address the situation. Let's get God's perspective. Let's get healing and let's move forward together in synergy, So what does that look like practically? It looks like hearing the strategy from the Lord, hearing how you personally cannot react but respond to what's happening. So let's ask. Let's just take a moment and let's do an activation. This is a perfect time for that. Go ahead and close your eyes if you can. We're going to take a moment, connect with the Lord, and see how each of us personally can respond to what's going on. So Holy Spirit, how do you want me to respond what's happening now how can i be the link holy spirit how do you want me to respond to what's happening now how can i be the link so undoubtedly we all had different answers because god sees us as individuals who each play a part in the larger puzzle or the process of reconciliation to the kingdom. So maybe you heard something like, go apologize to that person for saying that thing or doing that thing to them. Be the link. Be brave enough to act on what the Lord showed you. Give him something to work with, and he will do supernatural things. Things that are above and beyond what is possible in the natural realm, because they come from a heavenly realm. You know, maybe you heard the word forgive. So let Holy Spirit be your guide in that on who to forgive and how to proceed. We need to hear from the Lord on how to heal and forgive. Some may have heard, reach out to a neighbor or friend, you know, white, black, or or blue, whatever, maybe a woman, maybe a man, young or old, however it looks, and just have a conversation. Ask how you can help bring healing for wherever they fall on the spectrum. You have Jesus in you? He came to heal the brokenhearted, so guess why you're here, too? Right. (laughs) Bingo, you got it. Same. You're here to bring healing and healing is really a key to this. It needs to happen before we can begin to put those new strategies and ideas that God wants to give us into place. So he may have put a specific person in your mind to contact and just be there for them, you know, just listen with a holy spirit ear. Maybe they just need to process. I know a friend of ours who I know he hears from God and but he just contacted my husband and he said, "Hey, You know, I just, I felt like I was supposed to call you and just see how you're doing. You know, he just wanted to check in. So just supporting those around you can be the beginning to healing. If they know that there are a few people around them that want to connect on a real level and hear their struggle and and be a part of restoration, that is huge. That's a huge help and a first step. So we have to stop breathing in that pink gel of death in society, right? And take that first breath of God oxygen. God's very breath, it's life. He offers that to us and to those around us if we are willing to be the respirator, the link between. So be that link. You know how in airplanes, if something happens, they have you put on your mask first and then you begin to help others around you. Maybe you maybe have a child with you or someone But you need to get your mask on first. So get your breath of God, that oxygen on, and then help others breathe out of a different kind of mask. We're not talking about the, you know, fabric mask or the N95 masks. Put on the one that releases God's breath. And you'll find that it's not something that comes from the outside, the natural realm, but from the spirit that you carry within you. So be the link, be the change. I remember watching uh, an episode of Fixer Upper one time, and the family's house that they were fixing, they had this saying that they loved, and um, part of it had to do with be the change. So if something needs to change, you know, be the change. So they had that be the change permanently affixed in their um, shower in like a really cool, you know, design way. So it was really neat. And that was just a reminder to them to always be the change. So what a great way to start your day, reminding yourself that you are the link, that segue to kingdom change. I was watching a Facebook live interview recently, and they were talking a lot about God's people having dreams of big waves and tsunami type things. And one of the speakers shared his dream, and it was about being in a wave, and he was thinking that he couldn't breathe underwater. But the Lord told him he could breathe underwater that he supernaturally could, God is saying to us, I'm giving you the ability to breathe so you don't have to breathe in that pink gel of the world right now, okay? So back to the dream, it's the same thing. You don't have to breathe that in. Don't breathe in that worry, the fear. Breathe in the oxygen, the true breath of God. Jesus said, my body is real food and my blood is real drink. So God's breath is real oxygen. Really, the only healthy kingdom thing that we should be breathing in right now. So let's breathe in the breath of God. You weren't created to breathe that pink gel. In fact, you can't, or your output will be the same as the world fear, anxiety, you know, that whole garbage in, garbage out idea. So I'll leave you with this. You were meant to breathe in oxygen, the breath of God. Take that first breath by faith, and your output will be kingdom.